We hope you enjoy the following Playboy Radio production. Chances are you're going to love what you hear. Please go to PlayboyRadio.com and become a member for more Playmates, more shows, and exclusive extras. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. So where does sex come into play with all these guys? Um, it just, it kind of depends on the person. Mm-hmm. Um, some some people I've been like instantly attracted to and for a while I was kind of making up like oh if I get too sexual too fast it'll create disinterest mm. uh-huh. some it's taken me like I've just been open to getting to know them and kind of the sexual attraction comes later uh-huh. um, so yeah it really varies but when does the penetration come in <laughs> that's like that's a does whole other not? conversation for me huh yeah because um I'll totally go there. Um, I actually have like a thing where um, I have involuntary muscle spasms. Vaginismus. Oh. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I have trouble with that and I like go to physical therapy for it. So uh-huh. wow. sometimes I think that has been a, so I, it'll eventually subside, mm-hmm. but it's not there yet. So it makes penetration kind of impossible. Um, yes. So, so are you not having sex? So let, let's talk about all the guys down the line. Okay. So ha- have you not had sex with any of them? I have, but like not well oh. or painfully. Oh. So that's why it doesn't happen very often. Oh. So sometimes, I don't know, I, I have a hunch that that has been a turnoff for some. Some have been like fine and are like willing to work with me. So there, it does always come up like in the conversation. Like when it gets to that point, I'm like, oh, by the way, uh-huh. here's mm. this thing that I like can't do. Right. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So it makes when- it, it adds more complication to the fire. I can imagine. And that's such a vulnerable space to go and share that yeah. with somebody. Uh, especially somebody that you're interested in and you're not sure whether how they're going to receive it. Mm-hmm. Um, how long into getting to know this these people do you say that? Um, it actually mostly, do, I don't say it unless, well, historically it's actually just been like right in the moment when they're kind of like, all right, like I'm ready to go there. and The pain is coming. In, yeah, and I'm like, so <laughs> to me I see that and it's just anxiety inducing. <laughs> Which actually can make vaginismus even worse because yeah, your body has it's to like be relaxed. Fulfilling, uh-huh. so it's yeah. So sometimes they've been like, okay, cool. Like I've heard of that. Um, that's fine. Sometimes I think that's part of the, like they've stopped talking to me over it. So um, which perpetuates your feeling that it's my fault. Yeah. So it definitely adds to it. Mm-hmm. That, that was actually the question I was going to ask is, has there been any times, because there have been, you said, there have been people who have been very accepting of it and willing to work with you on it. But have there been times that people have, you know, I, I can understand people saying, well, you know, not my thing, they back away. But have there been any times that you've been shamed over it? No, not that I'm aware of. Um I've never had anyone actually, like, insult me for it or made me feel bad about it. Mm -hmm. I think there's been, like, disappointment. Like, you know, that they're obviously were like, dang, I was, like, DTF right now. And I'm like, sorry. (laughs) So I think there's definitely been sort of that moment of, like, oh, but I, like, really want to do you. And I'm like. Sorry. Yeah. So. Okay. So they're about. So the peen is out and it's coming at you. Yeah. And then you're like, no, sorry. And yeah. then, then what happens from there? Um. Again, it depends on the person. I've mm-hmm. had different reactions. Some have been like, okay, I feel like I've heard of that. I didn't. So you like can't do it. And I'm like, well, 
It can sometimes, but it's never pleasurable. So it's oh usually proceeds to like a conversation. Yeah, okay, so a conversation good. happens. Yeah, usually. Not like oral. Um, what? I'm, well, I'm, listen, if a penis can't oh, go in my vagina. Oh, oh. So like they go down on her. Yeah, either well, yeah, they go down on you or you go down on them. I'm, just, I'm wondering. Well, yeah, that happens, oh, it does. obviously, okay. because I can't like, you know, I'm still human. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't want to do yeah. nothing. No, because from what you were saying, I was picturing, oh, we can't go in. Now let's sit and put our clothes back on and have a discussion. Oh, no. no. I mean, okay. no, okay. not to that extent. Okay. They're um, naked spooning and they're yeah, having Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like right. when I undress yes. and get in their bed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's big spoon. Yes. You know? Oh, love it. Yeah, totally. Okay, so then, all right, so everybody, some, somebody gets off one way or another sometimes. Yeah. Um, so then what happens from there in the relationship, so to speak? Um... Again, has dependent, but um, sometimes there's been disinterest mm-hmm. pretty close to the sexual barrier that just happened. Right. Um, do they tell you or do they just stop responding? I've had most just stop responding. I did have Ugh. one person who actually we dated for a while, but like he never wanted to like fully commit yeah and that was he actually told me um so there was not an emotional interest in Uh me um would never like fully commit didn't want to be in a relationship with me um other guys have just kind of slowly fallen off the radar yeah without a real explanation so that's why I get very like okay what happened because last week you really liked me this week MIA makes it so. worse because our brain is our worst enemy in that situation because our yeah. mi- imagination can go wild and try to make sense of something that we have no evidence for. Yeah, and I like to believe that it's not solely the sexual barrier because it's a super solvable problem. It just yeah. takes time. And how I've had, is it solvable? I'm just curious. It I'm takes. Not- um, yeah, it's like it's just a muscle issue. So it takes. Basically, there's physical therapy for it, and you have to retrain your muscles to relax and to expect pleasure rather than pain. So mm-hmm. it's just it's just like, and it's like if you were going to rehab your knee, mm. you know, it can get better. It just yeah. has to, there's just time and, okay. you know, therapy involved. So um, I've had some who are like, no, totally cool. That doesn't bother me at all. Like, would I like to just get down now? Sure, but I'm totally accept it. Um, do what you got to do. This could even be fun. Mm-hmm. And yet still, so there's something still happens. So I'm like, okay, I, I feel like that's not, it can't be the sole problem. Like I'd like to believe that people aren't that much of assholes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, that's so, what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, maybe I'm like delusional. Maybe that's the root of the whole problem. But And I want to expand more on the vaginismus because okay. I see clients who have it. It's actually a complication with not only the body issues and the muscles contracting but there's a huge mental emotional Mm. aspect to it too yeah so when you think about um I don't know the first time that you experience it a lot of times my clients have experienced negative messages from family members about sex or um have brought up in were brought up into a negative sex culture or had trauma experienced trauma when they were younger that the body responds in that way to protect you so if you if we reframe it as your body's trying to say trying to keep you from being harmed Instead of looking at it that my body's not doing what I want it to and making the body an enemy, 
um, looking at it more as it, it's trying to help me for some reason. Now that reason is no longer applicable and working more on that and reframing what the body's doing. But right now I can see how we must, we, I, I don't know, maybe you've built up over time all these negative messages that my body's just not listening to me and how much more difficult that is to re, re like using your words earlier, retrain the body to respond differently, pleasure instead of pain or fear or anxiousness. Does that kind of... Yeah, totally. Because I think there's definitely a... It's very circular. It's like, yeah, okay, this is not aligning with what I'm feeling in the moment. Mm, and yeah. then it continu- there continues to be a disconnect, which mm-hmm. just creates frustration. So mm. it's just kind of a vicious cycle um, with having it not respond the way that I want it to. So, right. yeah, I think I've never looked at it as a... Or I guess I've never been sensitive to it. <laughs> like, oh, well, I like yeah. what you okay. said, <laughs> Dr. Kat. I really like what you said about um. This has helped me. Like a lot of a lot of my clients are like, yeah, I do this every like I screw up every time. It is like, listen, that's a part of you that's benefiting you somehow. Whether you're closing up, um, you know, verbally, that's your body's way of saying, hey, I don't feel comfortable right now. So kind of alluding to what Dr. Cat was saying in regards to your body is trying to help you out instead of fuck you over, you know? So if you can look at it like that, like, oh, wait, what has this gotten me, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, what has it gotten me and do I still need it? I like that. I think you said, um, I don't need it anymore. Yeah. Something like it, it's that. It's not serving you anymore. Yeah, it doesn't serve me anymore. However, at the same time, what I'm hearing is that you're not telling your partners about this until the very last moment which only perpetuates your shame for what your body's doing so it's only feeding into that monster that what my body's doing is really bad right it's wrong i don't want to tell you about it until i absolutely have to and i guess then like what would be like the normal segue for that though <laughs> i've just never been like so, so when know- do you start talking about your vagina spectrum Date number one, just so you know. So I have this vagina. My box is is closed. That is very aggressive. It's usually like, okay, you brought me home, like we're on the couch, whatever, and then I have to be like, so I know you brought me up here for a reason, but that reason's not going to happen, and here's why. You know what? I have a rule with my guys. Date number one is, can I stand to sit here? Mm Because how many times have you guys been out with people, and you're like, oh my fucking God, I I can't believe I'm here right now. So can I stand to sit here? Date number two is, do I like this person? Do I actually like them? So you can have a conversation, but are you enjoying that person? You can pretty much know by date two. Yeah, you know by date two. Then date number three is, do I want to have sex with this person? You can like somebody, you can laugh with them, have a great conversation, you might not want to have sex with them. So I say, you know, if you get to the point where you're like, hey, you know, I think there is chemistry here, like I would love to get in bed with him, I think around that time would be a good cushion. Because if you bring it up any later, now there's this buildup, and then like what Dr. Cat was saying, then when... When his clothes are off, just imagine, we were just talking about men and performance anxiety. Imagine a guy who is really feeling you, and his dick is bare and coming at you, and he's like, I'm going to fuck. And then you're like, sorry, bro. I'm just, I'm picturing the shame that he must feel. 
I mean, it's not like totally to the point where they're like, lit, it's literally coming at <laughs> right. my face. I mean, it's just like. <laughs> uh, that was the image I had the whole time. That was my image, Dr. Cat. Like, like it's, it's coming giant. at you. And she's just like waving. Yeah. <laughs> and her vagina is like clawing and trying to eat it. Like. I kind of like that visual. It's um, a great image. But I feel like, I don't know. I feel like it's still just like, to me, it doesn't explain the general disinterest that occurs i mean especially because the ones who continue to date me and who are still excited and then all of a sudden it's not i don't know yeah no and i'm picking up on that and i'm following that the interesting thing is that how often we put off an energy Mm -hmm. that we don't realize that we're putting off so if you're putting off this energy like inside your head you're like okay this is coming up you know this is something that i feel shameful about i'm just putting words out there it might Mm -hmm. not be your experience but i'm feeling this way i don't i I, i'm you're essentially closing yourself off energetically they may not consciously know what's happening but they can see that they can feel that you aren't fully open and present with that so they may not quite they they could be picking up that you're a little more distant because you're not um fully sharing that part of you or that you don't like that part of you I think that could, what about like, but even after I tell them and then it's like out in the open and I'm like, all right, well now they know there's not a secret anymore. I don't know. I mean, one thing I was going to say, piggybacking off what Dr. Katz says, um, if you feel, I always say, if you feel it, they feel it too. So with the Mm -hmm. energy you're talking about, Dr. Kat, in regards to, okay, I told them and now, now what? Let's see. Um, I could see them thinking like, oh shit, like. Okay, now what, too? Mm-hmm. And also, men, women have sex when they feel connected. Men have sex to connect. So if they're oh, sitting there and one. they really like you, you know, and you're telling them, sorry, it's not going to happen, to them, it's kind of, going back to this energy aspect, you're, you're kind of cutting off that flow of them being able to have these feelings for you, so to speak. That's how I see it. And and I can imagine you you know disclosing these things to them, and then you're and then you're sitting back and watching, and yeah. you're waiting. And you're like, how is he going? What's he going to do yeah. now? Is he going to stay? Is he going to go? Is yeah. he going to stay? Is he going to go? And then he picks up on that, and then he gets nervous. Do I stay? Do I go? Do right. I do I hang out with her? She feels nervous. She I can pick up. She's not happy about this. What do you do? And in then that I situation? think like that kind of plays onto then when I get all confused about then having the conversation of like uh, you know. It's, I get weird, like, okay, if I bring it up, like, or if I ask them if they still like me, you know, yeah. it's kind of a similar, um, like, weirdness. Feeds back right. into yeah. the cycle. Yeah. Interesting conversation so far going on with Mermaid over here. You want to join in? Hit us up. A triple five playboy A triple five playboy Now, I got a question. Now, we've talked about, like, the sex part, everything leading up to sex and the possibility of it and the conversations that go around it surrounding uh, a lot of the issues with the vaginismus that you're experiencing. But have you gone beyond that? Do you, have you had any long-term, long-lasting relationships? Not really. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had one that was like kind of getting there, but I, I was in college and I studied abroad and then transferred. And so I was like, distance is not going to be a thing. And then um, beyond that, no. Oh, were you enjoying that? Well, if you think that was good, you should go to playboyradio.com and hear what happens next. The first 30 days are free, so you have nothing to lose. See you there. Playboyradio.com.